Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss Podcast Series. Uh, In this episode, I want to address a little bit of a mindset thing. (laughs) A little bit of a a mindset, uh, a mindset tip in regards to pursuing weight loss and what that process can look like and can feel like. And this was inspired by um, just some conversations that I was having with some of the ladies in my total body transformation group, uh, which by the way, is just going so well, we're really rocking and rolling. And there were a couple things that popped up while we're in the middle of our nutrition challenge that I thought was would be really beneficial to address in this episode. And, and that's the idea that um, weight loss requires deprivation (laughs) like weight loss requires pain of some sort and in tomorrow's episode I'm gonna I'm gonna address this when it comes to exercise but uh, in this episode I want to talk about maybe this unconscious belief that a lot of us might be carrying that in order for a diet to actually be working and for in order for us to feel like it's actually working that we have to feel some sort of deprivation or starvation and uh and so i want to i want to explore that a little bit in this episode but in case this is your first time listening my name is Lene urban i am a nutrition a certified nutrition consultant i'm a stress management coach i'm a lifestyle coach and rest-based weight loss gives you the tools to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. And I want to pause on that word effortlessly, effortlessly, because uh, one of the things that some of the gals in my group was saying, like as we started the nutrition challenge, was that they don't feel hungry. They actually feel like they're overindulging. And so because of the feelings of overindulgence, as opposed to deprivation, uh, that they must be doing something wrong and or that how they're eating is not going to lead to any weight loss. And so it was, I'll get into that in a minute, but rest-based weight loss, the reason why I I went with the term rest-based weight loss is because when we take a step back and we look at the science behind the deep, deep deep-seated science behind where weight issues come from in the first place, uh, what we'll find is that forcing the weight to come off will actually only prolong and delay the return of that weight, probably even in greater quantities at a later time. Because weight issues come from imbalance issues. And so if you have someone who's overweight, who needs to lose some pounds, and they're currently living a very sedentary lifestyle, eating whatever it is they want, they're living out of balance. That is 100% out of balance with their metabolism and uh, the way that they were, the way that they were actually created to live. And that's where their weight issues come from. It doesn't come from how much they're eating or what they're eating or how little they're exercising or not exercising at all. Or it doesn't come from any of that. It comes from being out of balance. And there are some metabolisms that actually don't need diet and exercise to lose weight. That don't need diet and exercise to bring back to balance. It all very specifically depends on where you're out of balance in the first place. There are some people that just, if they just got more sleep at night, then that would eliminate their cravings for the crap they're eating during the day. You know what I mean? So it it depends. It depends on what is driving us out of balance in the first place. 
So as we look at the deep-seated science behind the imbalance that leads to weight loss, bringing back, bringing the metabolism and, and your hormones back to balance is what will allow the weight gain to reverse itself naturally. Now that process takes time to figure out, it takes time to perfect, and then that process, uh, that balance is always an ever-changing needle. It's always ever-changing. And so what I'm doing with the ladies in my group is I'm teaching them how to read when it's time to change the needle. I'm teaching them how to read when it's time to change things up based on what their body needs to stay, stay in balance. So speaking of, let's talk about then this idea that, <laughs> that weight loss requires pain. It requires sacrifice. It requires uh, deprivation. It requires, uh, you know, sweat until you drop. Like it requires all of those things. And I'm sure that that came from <clears throat> a variety of places. I used to be a huge fan of The Biggest Loser back in the day. I think I watched like seasons two through, I don't know, maybe six or seven. I, I can't remember how far I got into the series. But if you remember that episode when when the people got to the farm or whatever it was called, wherever they, the ranch, when they got to the ranch and they got in that, that first workout with Jillian and with Jillian Michaels and Bob, with Bob and Jillian, they would be killing, like, I mean, people would be vomiting <laughs> in that first workout. And uh, Jillian or Bob would say something like, you know, if you're vomiting, it's working. <laughs> or I want to see you on the floor by the end of this work. <laughs> and so I, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if part of, uh, of our ideas of deprivation and pain come from, uh, you know, just the cultural, the, the cultural and multimedia uh, obsession with weight loss and those types of things. But I know I, I know a few people who have approached me, you know, for help with weight loss or approached me for like diet tips or exercise tips and the tips that I would give them would just be so practical. It would be so practical. It would be so practical that they would be like, oh, okay, great, Lene, thanks. Well, I actually don't have to sign up with you if it's that easy that I can just go and do it by myself. You know what I mean? So the idea that in order to change our diet and in order to change what we're eating for the purposes, for the sole purposes of weight loss. I'm not talking about health transformation. I'm not talking about heart health or lowering your cholesterol or any of those things. I'm making the distinction. I'm just talking about weight loss here. So the idea that in order to lose weight, there has to be exposure to starvation. That's false. That's false. And I can speak very confidently from my own experience. So one of the things I shared with the ladies in my group this week is that for me, during my eight year battle with my weight, the reason why I couldn't stick to any diet for more than three to four days was because I was an overeater. I was gluttonous. I would eat to the point of making myself vomit sometimes. I always, wanted to walk away from my plate just feeling absolutely stuffed like you had to roll me out of there roll me from away from the table i was addicted to that feeling of, of feeling overstuffed 
And so every diet that I tried for eight years required some sort of deprivation. It required some sort of complete deprivation from uh, large groups of food, uh, from large food groups, um, or staying within like a certain calorie window, you know, or staying within a certain macro window. It required all of these rules that led that all pointed back to deprivation. And I could not sustain my results. I couldn't sustain any diet program, period. I could not sustain any diet because very specifically, I was addicted to the feelings of, 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 of being over, like of being stuffed, of being oversatisfied. So here's what happened. What happened was going on five years ago now, about to celebrate my five year anniversary of starting my journey. What happened was when, once I found the strategy, the weight loss strategy that led me directly to where I am today, and I found a way for me to eat until I was absolutely stuffed, but still create overall a calorie deficit that led to just like weight, fat, and inches coming off. It was after finding that strategy and eating that way over an extended period of time that I never ever had to, I discovered I never had to expose myself to feeling unsatisfied. I never had to expose myself to feeling like I didn't eat to my full. I think the problem, and this is what I mentioned to the ladies in my group this week, I think the problem is that as these ladies, they're eating really healthy, delicious, nutritious meals that they're either cooking for themselves, um, making from scratch, or they're going out to restaurants and, you know, picking really, really delicious meals. They're making, but they're, the, the meals that they're making are delicious. They taste really good, okay? And they're introducing back some macronutrients like carbohydrates and starches that they had given up or they keep trying to give up because they believe that, uh, you know, it's required to give up carbs. It's required to give up sugar in order to lose weight. So I have them introducing some of those things back in and because they're walking away from every single plate, like going back for seconds and just feeling stuffed, it's that feeling of feeling stuffed that has, that is bringing on the guilt. Whether or not they're feeling stuffed from cheeseburgers and french fries or they're feeling stuffed from like salmon and kale and sweet potatoes, it's that feel it's that feeling of feeling stuff that has them feeling like okay this this won't this obviously is not going to help me lose weight and what we uncovered and what we unpacked uh, for some of the ladies is there is an unconscious connection between starvation and weight loss that there's no way that they can possibly keep walking away from every single plate feeling absolutely satisfied, not craving anything, and be on track to losing weight. So I just want to share in this episode that if you feel discouraged about your weight loss journey, if you feel like there's no way I will ever be able to sustain any diet or lose any weight because I love food, because I love to eat, because I'm constantly overeating, then I want to let you know that that is not true. There is a way for you to be able to eat until until you are full 
but still create a calorie deficit. And I say that with the caveat of it's not this this way of eating is not calorie focused. It's not counting calories at all. You're not even paying attention to the calories that you're intaking. You're only paying attention to the quality of the foods that you're eating on a, on a regular and daily basis. You're only focusing on your quality of foods. You're only focusing on the foods that meet um, certain needs that will eliminate cravings for all of the other junk that you don't need. You're only focusing on filling your plate and filling your body with those types of foods. And what's going to happen is that what that plate looks like multiple times a day, several days a week, several weeks a month, several months a year, what that plate looks like overall calorie wise will end up being a lot significantly less than the way that you're eating right now. And that's where the slow, steady, sustainable weight loss comes from. Sustainable. Because if you're going from eating like fried chicken and, you know, and macaroni and cheese and, and all of this garbage like every day, French fries and ice cream and cupcakes, if you go straight from that to chicken and broccoli every day, that drastic difference in, in calories, will that, uh, will that result in pretty drastic weight loss right away? Absolutely temporarily until you start getting sick of that chicken and broccoli and you sneak in some ice cream here and some cupcakes there and some fried chicken there and some french fries there until slowly but surely you're all the way back from the chicken and broccoli to the 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 chicken and french fries and the ice cream and then just as quickly as that weight that you lost left just as quickly it'll come back on just as quickly so we want, to, we want to remove ourselves from this short-sighted view of weight loss requiring an immediate, an immediate like switch from the way, the relationship that you have with food right now to a relationship that's really strict and stringent and, and requires deprivation and starvation and elimination and sacrifice. We want to eliminate the idea that this is what's required for weight loss. It's not. Because that's not sustainable, at least not for many of us. Now, here's the one thing that I'll say, because some of you that think uh, that are thinking maybe a little deeper into this, because for you, it's not just about weight loss, but it's about having like a healthy relationship with food. So it's it doesn't really you don't really care about the fact that um, you don't really care about the fact that you can eat to your full. Like you want to stop eating until you're full in general. You think that that is just an unhealthy relationship with food. Then I want to give you this, I want to give you this like word of encouragement. And that is that I was one of those people that I ate to my full. I ate to my fill. I love to feel overstuffed. And I I switched from eating um, sub sandwiches and chips and chocolate shakes every day to grilled salmon and kale and sweet potatoes every day, eating until I was absolutely stuffed. But what started happening was over time, my stomach began to shrink. 
and I couldn't I could not over time I couldn't pack in as much food as I used to now I'm at the point where it requires very little very very small portion sizes before I feel full so for those of you that just want to break the habit of overeating and you feel that to break the habit of overeating, you need to expose yourself to deprivation and starvation. I'm telling you that that's not a sustainable way to break the habit. If you want to break the habit, switch from the quality of foods that you're eating right now to certain, the certain quality of foods that will allow you to still feel full. Because over time, once your stomach begins to shrink... And once the weight begins to come off and, as, and once your hormones and your metabolism begin to balance out and once your stress hormones begin to balance out, you will start requiring less and less food. It'll take less and less portion sizes for you to feel full. And then before you know it, you're just going to completely break the habit of over, overeating. That's exactly what happened to me. And I know for sure that's exactly what will happen to you. All right. So I hope this episode was helpful. In tomorrow's episode, I'm going to continue the conversation about exercise. I mentioned in yesterday's uh, podcast episode how I was talking to one gal who was like, I love, I love just those workout classes where you're on the floor rolling around, sweating and bleeding by the end. And, and she was saying she was saying that she felt that, you know, exercises that didn't allow her to feel like that by the end, she didn't feel like it was working, that it would uh, lead to anything. And so I want to debunk that myth in tomorrow's episode. We're going to talk about that. All right. This is another episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss podcast series. Once again, I'm your host, Lene Urban, and I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow.